Fitzmagic, Bortles, Mahomes, oh my. NFL Sunday Night Football Week 2 starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Mm. In honor of David Bloom on the panel, I got the sports gods have answered my prayers, so I play In Bloom by Nirvana. I got David Bloom adjacent to me at the table. What did I do to deserve this? Oh, they thought I wouldn't be back, did they? The man, the myth, the legend. What's going on, David Bloom? They thought I wouldn't be here. It's going excellent. It's week two of the NFL season. How could it not be excellent? It's better than ever, bro. Like, we got through all the stuff, all the drama, all the controversy, all the news, all the protests, all that stuff, and then we just get down to football. Oh, we're here. No, we're here. It's football. It's week two, week one. Everyone knows it's kind of like a fluke. All right, week one, players show up when they're not supposed to show up, I guess. You don't really know who's... Who and you can't really get a gauge for how the season's gonna go. Mm. But week two, if a player shows up week one and week two, my man Ryan Fitzpatrick. Listen, we go. Yo, let me. Yeah, I'm gonna stop you right there. Listen, first of all, if you don't know me, Evan T. Mac, my man over here, this David Bloom, sports guru, sports aficionado, man. Listen, my better half, brother from another mother. Let's get into it right now. I want to start off with a little bit of news. Josh Gordon. Like they literally Gone. just announced it at the top Gone. of at the top of a mountain. They were like, "We're gonna release Josh Gordon." Like so, anybody, any takers? What is your thought process on? And by the way, the headline was coming from Schefter, like the wide receiver broke the team's trust. So, what are your what's your thoughts on Josh Gordon's career as a Brown and Josh Gordon as a whole? Well, that was such a huge thing was Josh Gordon being one of the best receivers in the entire NFL, going out with you know the suspension for the drug use, and then him coming back was such a huge thing. Wow! Like everyone's like, Josh Gordon's back. He's going to help the Browns. You know, they got. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Juice, they got him back, Tyrod, Baker, Carlos Hyde, this team's going to be good. Hmm. And then just cut him out of nowhere. Just out of that nowhere. shocked me. So it's so so it had to be something. It had to be something internal. It's got to be something you probably can watch Hard Knocks and find yeah. out. When you say broke the team's trust, it is something that he did not divulge to them, that they found out about, that might come out later. It had, um, to, be, it had to be something that was not football related. Because the way he was playing, he was catching touchdown passes. Oh, that's, that's Josh Gordon. Like, like you said, he's a great receiver. He's like a bigger, stronger, faster Odell. But, exactly. But Odell can stay on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but so okay, let's get let's get to it's not all bad for Josh Gordon. He still is Josh Gordon. He's still like five years old. He's still young somehow. Oh yeah, no, he can, he's been in the league forever, but he's still young. Okay, so we're putting the feelers out there. I seen his tweet. He's thinking about the, the he wants the 49ers or the Cowboys. How amazing would it be for him to be on the Cowboys? If bro? he was on the Cowboys, that would give them because they don't have a lot of weapons there. They don't have a lot. And we'll get into tonight's game, but they don't have a lot of weapons at the wide receiver. They got guys like, you know, Tavon Austin, who Michael Gallup, yes. Cole Beasley on her. Like, it's not enough. Right. And you can't just take the entire offense and put it on Dak with no weapons hmm. and Zeke. That's not going to do hmm. it. So to have him in Dallas, that would be amazing. Or to have him up north. So so you so if you were the if you were Jerry Jones, if you're Stephen Jones, do you do you um what would you do to get Josh Gordon? What would you give up? Mm, give up? Well, I think at this point you just got to kind of pile the money together and make a case. Because hmm. I don't think there's anyone important. I mean, if you want to get rid of a couple receivers that you don't need. Right. Because, I mean, they probably take, you know, Michael Gallup doesn't need the start. They love Cole Beasley too they much. They do, man. They love Cole Beasley too much. Like, Cole Beasley's fine. He had that one catch last year, but they love him. They love him like he was Dez. Yes. Dez has nowhere to go, by the way, too, which is crazy to and, think. And like I said, and I don't, and I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they bring him back, too, but I'm going to move on. I don't want to get too much, but shout out to Josh Gordon. Hope he does well. Hey, um, he's a good receiver. He I'll is. find a home. Uh, so now, listen, Blake Bortles, 
Pats, Jags. I gotta talk about it. it it's it, who who is this? Who is this Blake Bortles fellow? All of a sudden, this man? is the Blake Bortles that everyone <laughs> made fun of like two to three years ago when the Jaguars were terrible and no one thought anything of them. And then all of a sudden, last year the Jaguars do good. And everyone's like, oh, Saxonville, oh, Leonard Fournette, and then Blake Bortles. Allen Robinson last year on his first catch <laughs> got injured. First first week so we, out. So we got Blake Bortles, uh, 29 for 45, 377 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. That sounded like Tom Brady numbers. They win 31 to 20. Um, convincingly, I might add. Oh, it wasn't a, it wasn't, they didn't scrape it out. No, they took the lead like they did. If you look back at the AFC Championship game last year, the Jags took the lead and the Patriots clawed back and you're like, oh no, here yeah. we go. Tom Brady throwing all his weapons, <laughs> Rex Burkhead, Chris Hogan, everything he can do. This this year, this game, yes, the Jags had that lead, yes, and they held that lead. What, what they you, held it, and the Pats came back. And they you, held it. What do you think is your biggest? Okay, give me like your biggest takeaway. Do you think it was the aggression? Do you think it was like okay, you know what? We were a game away. We were a couple. We were a quarter away from a Super Bowl. Do you think? Do you think this game was a blip? Do you think it was a trend? What do you think it was? I think it was definitely the intensity of knowing you want to win that rematch. Like everyone takes a rematch like that, whether it's a Super Bowl rematch or two teams that play the Patriots, like the Eagles and the Falcons. You take that, you look and you want to win. The Patriots won. They don't want to win as much. And they learn from their mistakes. The Jaguars, they came out early because they know they can. That's what they can do with their defense. And they Blake Bortles, well, he's not maybe an elite quarterback. He has this ability, similar, very similar to Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. to use everyone on the field. Right. Use guys like Keelan Cole who made... Like the catch of the year. Oh, speaking of that, David Bloom, like Miss the Bree, catch the lovely of Bree, is the gonna cue up this highlight for me. Just take a look take at this look. right that's here. A, that's a nice segue, David Bloom. That's why he's on the show, y'all. I come here for the segues. <laughs> Watch this, man. Goodness gracious. Oh, oh, that was my. to stay in bounds and to two, grab that. Get the two feet into control. You gotta have that ball control. It can't be bobbling in the one hand. It can't be up, and you, you gotta control it. Look at this. It's a beauty. That's amazing. That's, That's full be- extension. That's almost full extension. And it's one of those things where you think the Jags, they said they have, would have receiver troubles and have, and have a hard time like moving the football. And, it, and it's good to see that they might find another target that, that Bortles can throw to. The Jaguars are looking pretty serious, right? They're looking serious because they're using what they have. They're yeah. using, Leonard Fournette went out, so they're using guys like TJ Yeldon. Absolutely. They're using what they have on the field. Wow. So let me, um, okay, let me segue since you're saying, Ivory, let me get to the, listen. Okay, so now I'm going to move to Ryan Fitzpatrick's. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I said it. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jameis Winston, I'm telling you right now, you better be taking notes. I hope this is a learning experience for you. I don't know if it is, but I'm telling you right now, it is. Am I Am I, Am I? I prematurely jumping on the Ryan Fitzpatrick bandwagon? You might be. But it's 27, not. 27 but 33, 402 yards, four touchdowns in one pick. Am I? Is it too soon? Is it too soon? You might be, but it's not for the reasons you think. It's not because Ryan Fitzpatrick out of nowhere is just going to decline and just stop being who he is right now, this like Nick Foles-esque kind of guy. <laughs> it's because when Jamie's gets back, mm-hmm. the Bucks are going to take a look at their team. They know their run game with guys like Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, mm-hmm. Jaquiz Rogers isn't enough, and they're going to want to go back to that mobile quarterback they picked over Mariota, wow. and they're going to take him out. They're going to take out Fitzpatrick, and they're going to go with Jamie's, and it's Fitzpatrick's winning them games. Jamie's going to start losing them games. And they're going to be like, well, I mean, we can't not go with Jamie's Winston. It's just, it's how teams work. So, okay, so this sounds, that's 
Damn, I, I don't even have a rebuttal. No, no <laughs> listen, it's good though. Like, he's no, it's true. No. Oh, I was playing devil's advocate. You're right about that. Okay, so let's say this: What if they? What if he doesn't? What if they're like four and zero? And when he come back, it's still still the same result. You don't think there's any change? I don't at think all? there's an unless Ryan. If Ryan Fitzpatrick can take them four and zero, I think they give him a game. I really okay. think the Bucks are experimental enough to give him a game. Mm-hmm. They are using Deshaun Jackson like he's a wide receiver one, and Deshaun emerges. Jackson. If y'all know, he's kind of out of his prime a little bit, but he's not playing like, like it. Like ish? Like out of his prime ish? <laughs> I don't even know if prime applies to Deshaun Jackson. He's still burning people though, Bloom. He's been doing that for years. Gosh, he's still got some wheels. But speaking of Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though he's on borrowed time, I want to cut to this interview because he's um, having a good time. He's, you can... he's, a good, he's a character. Oh, if you guys didn't see this, it's awesome. Watch Fitz. I got like two more because DJ needs his stuff back. <laughs> He's wearing Deshaun Jackson's clothes after the win, y'all. <laughs> Wait a minute, you mean I, borrow, I borrowed your stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I borrowed your stuff. Sorry, Deshaun. They're buddies. They have a connection. You gotta love it, man. The chest there is mine. <laughs> <laughs> you see, so he's having a good time. I think he's just enjoying the moment. I think he feels he is a backup, but he's enjoying the moment at, at this time. And um, 27-21, the Bucks over the Eagles. Um, before we get into Sunday Night Football, I did, I did want to talk to you a little bit about like uh, ties in the NFL. Ooh, don't even get me started. It's, it's something that's ties been, in the NFL. It's something that's been ruffling my feathers, David Bloom. And I don't. I told you, I'm not under part of the rules or competition committee or anything like that. I'm just a humble guy that talks on that Buzz TV, David. But I just want to say, I don't think a tie in a professional grown-up game like the NFL. Like I said, soccer makes sense. You know, you sure. get points. You get a point. You know what I mean? That point actually can come back and help you. NFL football ending in a tie after all that football. Do you agree or disagree? Um, no ties. God, no you. ties allowed. We've thank had you. two this year. One each week. And they've all been missed field goals. Because they're always missed field goals. All ties are usually just missed field goals. And two made, back and forth made field goals. Yes. Vikings kicker, missed Two field goals and Mason Crosby missed one too, and that's that's that one's more shocking. But so so here goes the question. Okay, so everyone always said don't complain unless you have an answer. So what is your answer? Give me your answer to stop because they shortened the quarter. They didn't make the quarter longer. They shortened it. Yeah, no, I think. So what do you, what would you your answer be if someone goes David Bloom? Since you since you all on your high horse, what should we do about these tie games? Since you have the answer, well, I direct them to every recent playoff game <laughs> ever and say, hey. Why don't you take a look at how, you know, all right, it's going to be crazy. But you know how the clock runs out at the yes. first overtime? Mm-hmm. They do another one. Hey. And then they keep going until someone actually wins the game so we don't get 0-0-1 or 1-0-1 or 0-1-1. Put this in your mind right now. Regular season game for the playoffs, NBA getting down to the wire. NBA and, does it. And then let's say it ended in a tie. Imagine it being a tie. They just go, all right, guys, we'll see you next week. All right, cool. 103-103. <laughs> Bye. All right, we're done. Is it going to hurt us? So I know. So I'm glad we're in agreement. I just, like I said I don't know the answer. I think that's the best answer. Let's just play it out. I mean, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna say like, oh, blame the kickers for missing field goals. But like at a certain point, everyone's gonna eventually miss field goals. You saw a lot of it. I think last year, or two years ago, a, a Cardinal Seahawks game, they were missing field goals left and right. Hmm. Two field goal, two field goals missing the overtime period. A third one missed before the end, like the end of the fourth quarter. Field goals last. Zane Gonzalez, not this oh. week, not this week, not this week yet. Last week, and Chris Boswell, botching field goals. It's these. This is how ties happen. Absolutely. But you can't play that all field goals are going to be made and that all teams are going to be able to score in what? How long is overtime? Like 
It's, it's, like, it's like 10 minutes 10 now. Minutes? Now it's 10 it should minutes. should be 15. It was 15. One. They changed it. They just changed it. It used to be, it was 15, like, it was like a quarter, regular quarter. Yeah, regular quarter. Now it's 10 minutes. It should be 15 and you play on. It, it shouldn't even be time for me. I'm glad we agree. I just wanted to, I just wanted to chop that up a little bit, man, getting into some other scores. Um, 21-18 Saints <laughs> over the Browns. Yeah, there's Zanga Dawes. I knew we'd come back to Zanga Dawes. <sighs> Speaking Browns of kicker, what you're saying. Browns kicker. So pretty much what happened was this was a low-scoring game at the half. Mm-hmm. It was about like 3-6 to six at the half, and the Browns were up. Yes. Saints had nothing going, and the Browns barely had anything going. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees wasn't getting a lot going, and Michael Thomas wasn't really getting in the flow of the game, and Tyrod was just trying to get anyone he could involved. Yes. And then they just started to heat up. Like, the Saints started to heat up. I think Michael Thomas had about two touchdowns. And then they went to Alvin Kamara like they always do. Even Mike Gillisley got involved. And then the Browns came back. Callaway had that from Tyrod Taylor. People don't appreciate the over-the-shoulder catch. You got to put it right in the bread basket. The bread basket, brother. You got no peripheral, and you got to look up here. What he did was he didn't even have a bread basket. He had to catch it Mm. like this, like this on the microphone, Mm. like that. And he did, and they scored. Dengazal missed the extra points. Extra boy, boom! It's (laughs) 18-18. Saints come. You already know what's going to happen. Will Lutz, field goal, sure. They get into field goal range. They have a great little, like, 20-yard play. Yeah. Go out of bounds. Tyrod throws it. They were, they were about, like, 50 yards out, 40-something yards out. And I'm like, they should – they got seven seconds left on the clock or so. They should try to get a little bit more yards. I know they don't have any timeouts. Zane Gonzalez comes on. Last week, you remember, it was a tie because Zane missed that field goal. Constantly missing field goals. Comes on, botches it. I was, I was sitting with my girlfriend. I looked at her. I'm like, he's missing this. It's, I guarantee you, 100% he's missing this. And it went wide right. More important news, David Bloom going steady with somebody. Right I now. am. Shout out to Bloom's girlfriend, y'all. Slight sidetrack, y'all. I'm excited about that. Yeah, no, five months. Five months. Yeah, since April. Five months going and strong. She, and she's watching football the other day. That's, the entire day. So a, shout out. She's a keeper. Um, Chargers and Bills. Chargers win 31-20. Um, Phillip Rivers getting oh, a little that bit was of a groove. Um, oh, my gosh. Listen, okay. Patrick Mahomes. Oh. David Bloom. What in can listen? I'm talk, I'm getting so excited because I'm it's week two. Six touchdowns? Is okay, is it am I am I is am I too quick to anoint no, no, you're not. Patrick Mahomes? You're not. Because I'm anointing him. You're not. I don't know what I'm anointing him. I don't know if I'm anointing him like rookie at the second player. I don't know. I don't know anything right now, but 23 for 28, 326 yards and six touchdowns. What do you want? What, what do you want me to what against the Steelers? Steelers. Everyone says they're in disarray, but they're still super talented. Yeah, they're talented. They got talent. They just don't really know. They're messing up. Everyone looks at me and like, what's wrong with the Steelers? And I'm like, they got. I mean, I know Bell's on the holdout, but they had Bell, Brown, Juju. Like they, they have, they have weapons. Like no, they, they have weapons. and they still were in this game. But what, so what? Do you, what's, okay, what's your thought process when we get to send that football on, on Pat, Pat Mahomes? Which what you just tell me? You just give me. I don't know what you're thinking about. Well, the first game I thought was a fluke because I thought it was Tyreek Hill. I thought, oh, he had that amazing game, the the speed, he was really on it, and Patrick Mahomes would give him like short little in routes, mm-hmm. and Tyreek would take him to the house. I was wrong, <laughs> because this man is like an MLB pitcher. <laughs> he reminds me of like Chris Sale out here, the way he's just slinging the ball. Slinging it. And he last week he didn't, but this week he used Travis Kelsey. That's the thing. when people come, That's scary. It's scary because once you get probably top two tight end Easy. involved for two touchdowns, like 109 yards, that's when they start winning games. And he used Sammy Watkins. He's spreading the field. Mm. He's using everyone he can, even Kareem Hunt's getting involved. Mm. He's mobile. 
and he can he has an arm and everyone thought oh he's a rookie but he reminds me so much of Deshaun Watson yeah in a good in, so a, in much all the good year. ways in, in all the good ways a nice young man too the thing about it is so we we all know the question and we all know the the, the, the question is playoffs Chiefs. Andy Reid's team when when things get hot and heavy. It, it depends though. This year they might actually it might not they just could. be a wild card if things are still rolling. But let's say. So what do you think? Do you think they get over the hump this year? Do I mean, think- I, I don't think they get over the hump. I think that's too much for Patrick Mahomes and that team and Andy Reid. Yeah, I think they can maybe get like bounced out of the first or second round like what? they always do. But it's the Chiefs. Eventually. What's going to happen is everyone, Alex Smith has had those type of years. Mm-hmm. They're going to implode somehow, some way, and Travis Kelsey is going to be used more, yes. and so is Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt, you saw last year, he was great the first couple of weeks. As the Chiefs had their little, like, implosion, they needed to go to him more, and he couldn't. He couldn't handle it. You know, he had he had a slump. He had a mm. slump towards the end of the year, and everyone watching him and rooting for him didn't know what was going on. Wow. Because that's just how it, they, he, he needed, they needed him to work. And he couldn't work. He couldn't handle the workload, and I don't think he's going to be able to handle it this year, and I don't think Patrick Mahomes is. That team's going to implode, but they always start off well. I give him a lot of credit. Cool. Mo- moving on, I'll go to the Texans versus the Titans. Titans pull out a, a, a close one, 20-17. Panthers, Falcons, 31-24. Uh, the Falcons, uh, uh, Lions, 49ers, 30-27 go the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and them. So my, my thought— good. My, yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. So what are you thinking about Jimmy G? He, you can't win them all. Um, I think he's in the right hands. It's he, he needs lumps. I think the Lions are a perfect bounce-back game for him. They are. The Lions are— what are they on to now? Shambles, man. Wow. Shambles. Matthew Stafford's nothing right now. Shambles. <laughs> really isn't anything. And that, then I'm hearing there's dissension in the ranks with the coach and Matt oh, Patricia's Lord. being like a stick in the mud. And it's like. And the running back situation is so terrible. It is. Because, you know, is. they want to go to like theoritic and then like, oh, we got to use on Johnson as much as possible. Golden Tate and Marvin Jones Jr., they're just. It's, it's ugly there. It's bad, right? It's really bad. And like. I think that Jimmy G is actually the real deal. Oh, he is, man. He's so the real deal. You saw it last year. You saw it even against yeah. the Vikings. Yeah. He looked nice. That was the game. That's the game I was like, okay, now this is football because the Vikings get after everybody. They just do. Like, they can, they have holes, and you see, like, well, A Rod, you know, he's greatest of all time, so it's kind of hard to, of course. it's kind of hard for me to, like, Say we picked them apart. He picks everybody apart. But like the way Jimmy was hanging in the pocket against the Minnesota, I go, well, he's the real deal. No, no, he was holding his own against Minnesota. And that's oh, yeah. really hard. Oh yeah, I haven't seen a. There's not a lot of quarterbacks that can do that. They, they can hold their own against Minnesota. Yeah, they're going to make a lot of quarterbacks look foolish this year. They just that's what, oh, they're that's gonna what do. they do. Yeah. That's their defense. That's the Everson Griffiths like Harrison Smith defense. Wow, they love doing that, and they're such a force to be reckoned with in the NFC. And the thing is. Is I mean everyone's I mean they had you know the game with the Packers they tied twenty nine twenty nine the Packers were up most of that game yes and they came back Kirk Cousins had <laughs> one of the most I'm a Packers fan but I'm, that was yes yeah, I'm glad you mentioned my guy's name man Kirk such a sweet pass right between two <laughs> defenders to uh. That one was nasty. I'm talking that one where he caught it right when he backed right into the end zone oh that's pretty. Listen, Kirk Cousins knows a nice little ball. We, he does. We, now we know. I can feel it. It's already coming. You can tell it could come down to that game in Minnesota for the division. Oh, like the rematch. You can just feel it. It's like coming to a head. Who knows who, who knows how things are going to shape out? I already know that Detroit's going to be at the bottom of the division. They're they good. will. Chicago's not going to be. Mitch Trubinsky isn't enough. It's, it's going to be. Those two are the top. We'll see. Might be a wild card team coming out of the North. So I could see it. Yeah, that, you never know. It's a, it's a stronger. The NFC North is stronger than it's ever been. Yeah. Because you got the Packers who, if Aaron Rodgers knock on. Every piece of wood possible yeah, stays yeah, healthy, you know. and you know they got guys like Graham and 
Aaron Rodgers, like I said it before, he can use any wide receiver on the field. Oh, yeah, I'm a firm believer right now. If I put the pads and helmet on, he can get me for about mm-hmm. like, a, like a 25-yard oh. scene. Oh, route. he could. He can hit guys like, <laughs> used to have Jeff Janis. He can hit Geronimo Allison. He like, he, yo, Evan, I got you oh, on the slant everyone. route. Oh, it's everyone. Just get a little open. A little open to get you. He had Jared Cook like two years ago for a sideline catch. It's Jared Cook, and he made him do that. But the thing is, you got that team who's looking nice. I'm a fan, so I'm appreciative. You got the Vikings who, I mean, they had Case Keenum last year, and they were like the top. So now that they have an actual Kirk Cousins who's pretty good. He's tough, too, man. That's he's what, tough. He's that's, a tough guy. That's my thing about Kirk. People are like, why you like Kirk so much? And there's many reasons why, because I think he got um, the role deal in, uh, in Washington. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying money-wise, but I mean just respect-wise. No, no, no. They, ne- they never loved him for what he was in Washington. People don't understand that that guy, he stares, stares down the barrel of the gun and takes hits. That, that's what I mean by toughness. I've oh, watched yeah, no, him get he, licked and get up all the time. Did it hit from Clay Matthews? Oh, my God. He gets right back up. Right back up. Takes the turf out of his uh, his helmet and keeps it going. But I'm a, let me move on before I get all hot and bothered over. Oh, Kirk, it, that's my guy, man. Um, Rams are still looking good. Uh, 34 nothing against the Cardinals. Can we talk about quickly, though, like before you get into it, where is Greg Zerline? I don't know. You were, We were talking about this off air that they were like, Sean McVay just woke he, up with like two more conversions. I mean, I might be missing something. Is he hurt? <laughs> Can someone let me know if he's hurt? Because I didn't really see an injury report. I don't know. Is Johnny Hecker a field goal kicker now? I didn't know that would be news. I would have done more research because I just assumed when he would be there. I assume he's one of the best <laughs> kickers in the entire NFL. and he's. I mean, they went for two three times. And they got it all. But every, I think like maybe one touchdown, they had an extra point. Zerline, every, oh my God. We got, we got to see right here, man. We can bring you on. Man. You can sit right next to Bloom, man, talk sports with us. If they don't want to. Hey, we, if you don't, come on, man. We, we want some kicking. Some, the leg. We, some, can, some, we can use you. <laughs> some, some kicking analysis. Uh, Broncos, uh, uh, close victory over the Raiders. Close, one point. Case Keenum's looking pretty good. He started off a little sluggish. But he's, I, I like when things work out for teams that make trades. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, like, I like when there's just winners. Not just winners and losers. Like, the Broncos look like they made a good, you know, they did a little discount. They didn't want to pay for Kurt. They got Case. No, and it was good. He's they, good. Like, they're doing all right. So, now, before we we going to wrap it up, we're going to end with the primetime game. I want to give y'all the rivalry. main course. One of my favorite games ever since I was a kid, um, the Cowboys and the Giants. Primetime, Sunday night football. What is your first initial thoughts? Um, of course, the Cowboys winning 20-13, to 13, but give me your thoughts on the game, Boom. Well, I mean, it was just a... In every sense of the words, it was very Cowboys-Giants. It was very much these two teams going head-to-head. You see a lot of times with rivalries, it's very smash-mouth. Like, they're both going against each other, and it's gritty, and they're, it's a lot of defensive attitude, and it's anyone who can get a chance to shine. Guys like Tavon Austin going right. off for a huge touchdown, they will shine. That was good for him, though, because I know he's been he's been, he's been getting a lot of flack for being, like, not that kind of guy and, like, how he couldn't get it done in, in, um, in L.A. as a Ram and, and St. Louis as a Ram. Like, I, I like that, that he, they opened up with that. Mm-hmm. And everyone's smart to use him in the run game, too. Like, they know he can run, but they know he can catch, too. So they're like, okay, we'll give you some handoffs. Right. And, I mean, I know that makes a lot of Rams fans mad when they want to see Todd Gurley get as many touches as possible when Tavon was getting a lot of touches. And I know that makes... Dallas fans mad when they don't see Zeke getting the ball, but he can. He's so speedy. He is. He's so speedy, and that's why that he's he's one of those. He acts like a speed back. He can go on the outside, maybe like a little end around versus Ezekiel Elliott, who is a power. He's a power back with speed. Down downhill runner, yeah, mm-hmm. but, but still has a lot of speed though. Oh yeah. So okay, so what do you so what are you thinking right now? Giants are zero two. I don't know if you're a numbers guy. I don't know if you're a percentage guy. They say ninety percent of teams that go zero two, they don't make the playoffs. Yada yada mm. yada. Do you think that affects the Giants? Do the Giants bounce back? Are they a wild card team? Are they or just no? 
I think they got to get their their skill players involved because the Giants, when it comes to the, when it comes to the skill players, they got everything right there. Saquon Barkley, he had a tough game. But he's looking nice. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually looking like yeah. a lot of potential. Odell's Odell. Always going to do. Sterling his Shepard's not half bad, and Evan Ingram's not half bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Saquon Barkley is better than Orleans Darkwa. He wasn't horrible, but he wasn't what they need. They just they don't have mm-hmm. the quarterback. Eli Manning's not doing it for them, and everyone's thinking, oh, they should have taken Sam Darnold. No, they shouldn't have. No, they shouldn't have. Saquon Barkley's a perfect pick, but yeah, Eli's like, not doing it. Yeah, so that's that's. I'm glad you brought that up because they're saying because of Eli doing bad, they they they, they could have whiffed on um, Sam Darnold. That's that's a that's an interesting argument. So let's say they they wanted to go quarterback boom. What would you have done? Would you would you have just taken Saquon and trusted it like a young buck in the later rounds, or would you would you have gotten Sam Darnold though? What if he what if he does end up being like a thirteen year, fourteen year pro and he's not too shabby? Like do you think that the Giants will regret that? I mean they could. It just depends. If depends if the Jets use him well and mm-hmm. if they like him and if he's doing good things for them. And the Giants could look and they could say, Man, we should have got that. And the Jets could look and say, Man, we're rocking with Isaiah Crowell and Bible Powell, like we should have gotten Saquon Barkley. And, I mean, they couldn't have it, but it's but like, it, you I know. know, but it's looking both ways. And it's one of those things where he came back down to earth a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, Sam, he did. you know, he was he's 76% passing last week, 60, 61% passing Everyone this week. has those breakout games week one. He he never freaking the NFL, out, dude. Never judge the NFL on week one, ever. I always say that it's a fluke week. It's for players just it's to go crazy. It's for players like Will Disley to get 16 fantasy points. Hmm. That's how it works. Like, don't ever judge it on week one, but week two. If someone shows up again in week two, like James Conner's not doing too bad, Fitzpatrick, then you can judge them as actual players, as actual real star athletes. And, I mean, Saquon Barkley, Sam Darnold, they're not showing up now like they showed up last week, right. and it's really disappointing for New York football fans. Yeah, and it's one of those things, he, 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 he was thrown into the fire, and Saquon, Saquon, he, you, you run between the tackles, you get the hole, but they know they're going to stack the box against them, and everyone thought it'd be so wide open for him because of OBJ, mm-hmm. but it's becoming a little difficult because I don't know what's going on with that line. Like, the Cowboys, their defense is pretty underrated, bro. It they, is, and they have one of the best, both offensively, offensively and defensively, lines yeah. in the entire NFL. That defensive line's pretty Stout it's, man, it's, they don't they don't allow a lot of running yards. Like thir- they don't thirteen points, but this was kind of like garbage points, man. It was like a rushed a touchdown, like to like and then like in like garbage time, and then a field goal at the end that didn't mean anything. Like twenty to thirteen is really misleading. No, man. no, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not twenty to thirteen. It's like twenty to honestly ten, maybe like three. Yeah, it was like so. So so give me so then give me your thoughts on the flip side. Give me your thoughts about the Cowboys. Now they're one and one. They they played a tough tough game against Carolina. Carolina's gonna make a lot of people look stupid, you know. And, and, and it was only sixteen to eight. You know, like the Cowboys are maybe you're not as bad as everyone thinks. They always get the most press, and everyone acts like it's you know it's chicken little that the sky is falling. So what are your thoughts on? Um, give me the ceiling of the Cowboys. Mm, ceiling your of the Cowboys. Ceiling. My ceiling. Well, I think at the top at the ceiling for the Cowboys, I think they can be maybe. Maybe a top wildcard team. Maybe maybe win in that first round, go to that second round, maybe get knocked out then. I don't think they're going to be the Cowboys of two years ago. Hmm. You know, when they went 13-3, and three, like something like that. And then Ezekiel Elliott was just, everyone's like, oh my God. 1,600 yards, bro. Oh my, let him eat. And Dak was like, 
just one of the like best rookies in the entire NFL. Sixteen touchdowns, like mm-hmm. I think like four picks. Yeah, like it's one of those things because they stack the box, Bloom. When they stack that box, and Zeke's like, "Oh man, this ain't because in Ohio State, I was I had a whole lot of holes there, man." Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm, I'm all about Zeke. Everyone, he's an elite. I don't know why everyone thinks he's the best running back in the league. Oh, I, he's not. Though. I think he lives in L.A. I really do. I think. Listen, I like Bell, man, but Bell ain't on the field, man. It, if it ain't Gurley, I don't know who it is, man. Yeah, no, Todd. Shout out a <laughs> lot of shout outs to Todd Gurley. Yo, Todd Gurley is a. Hey, he can get a lot of shout-outs. He helped me win my fantasy league last you year. You see? So, like, a lot of shout-outs to Todd Gurley. It's not just because I'm in L.A. either. It's not because I haven't even seen him live yet. It's just, he jumps off my screen. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a he's insane to see live. He's special, man. Oh, he's wonderful. I love to, I love to watch him. So, um, coming, I guess coming to an end on that, it was, like I said, it was a pretty good game. It was a smash-mouth football game. You in a, a typical NFC East game. It's so typical of those two teams. And, you know, you could throw the Redskins in there and, like, yeah. the Eagles. Like, it's going to be the same type of game with all those teams, and it's just, I mean, everyone can look at the Cowboys, yeah. and they can think, oh, they, they're one and one They pulled out a nice win, but they pulled out a nice win. Not even a nice win. They pulled out a tough win against the Giants. Mm. The Cowboys are not the real deal right now because they do not have a receiving core. I can't explain that enough, how Michael Gallup and Tavon Austin, and they love Cole Beasley, and Alan Hearns is not going to get the job done with a guy like Dak. If you had Aaron Rodgers in that system, he could flourish because he can bring out the best in anyone but Dak's not going to Dak reminds me of the same sort of energy of a Russell Wilson or a Cam Newton they want him to be like that and he's not I think Deshaun Watson honestly is a better number four than Dak is it's that's very to me because I'm telling you Russell Wilson boy I tell you what because if you want to know the makeup of Russell Wilson, like a lesser quarterback after that interception in the Super Bowl would have crumbled psychologically. Uh-huh. That'd be like career-defining. Like Russell's, Russell's, I know everyone's trying to, they see a guy that's 5'10", five, five, they, they just swear, man. A little bit of mobility. Man, Russ is made of special stuff. He is. And, and I love that, though. I love that. That's a good, I like those good, good old wholesome yeah. southern kids that play football and he's a tough kid and he pulled out a, a it, was, it was a tough fought victory. He's got a lot of criticism, a lot of flack. Had a, didn't have that many yards, 160, 170 yards a day passing but he did enough to win and that to me that's all you can really ask for and at the end the grand scheme of things but um i want to um close up tonight since we all wrapped up football in a nice little bow oh next week's game uh patriots versus lions uh we'll be here for that but i want to get into david bloom's fantasy football man listen if y'all didn't know man i brought him off david's like a fantasy football savant he like a guru he like a connoisseur he could give you a couple facts and stuff about football players and help you out in your fantasy give me give me first of all how'd you do this week second of all (laughs) talk to me um, I'm losing my 10 right now. Really? And he has Russell, and so I'm about to lose. <laughs> well, uh, I just want to say, if a man by the name of Jonathan Adam Harris is watching this broadcast right now, just enjoy that. Just enjoy <laughs> me dropping 131 points on you. Did you just call him out by name? <laughs> just enjoy that. You came on here and just go to Just yo. enjoy it. I know where you live. Jonathan, do not let him besmirch your good name, man. Come, listen, okay. message the show. <laughs> I Right now, it's second week. I'm one-on-one. I took a bad loss last week because I... The reason why I lost, I'm going to tell you why, is because Travis Kelsey didn't perform and Chris Hogan didn't perform. I dropped about 90 points. My opponent had Todd. He had Drew Brees. <laughs> it, it was crazy. This week, uh, my opponent scores about, he scored like 120. Mm. That's third most points in the entire league versus the other guy I played last week, dropped 124 again. I was down about 40. Mm. Not 40, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm not lying. I was down 40. 40 points going into, not like going into like the second uh, half of the the games, going to the early part of the later games. 
I went all the way back, and it was because of a couple guys. First thing I'm going to say first, if you have Chris Hogan on your team, Mm -hmm. give him one more week and sell high. Because Chris Hogan goes like this, he goes up, straight, and down. You saw it last week. He always has that bad week one. Yes. He got, in my league, I know I do, I don't do PPR, I do non-PPR, decimals. He got 16 points, about 17 points, sell high. Give him one more week to perform, sell high, get someone you know can be more consistent. Guys like Antonio Brown, don't freak out. He's fine. He had a tough week because Big Ben was going to Juju Smith-Schuster. Who, if you have Juju Smith-Schuster, be thankful. I tried to get him, him. man. They, so they took him from me, man. I'm trying to. Okay, my opponent had him. <sighs> Keep him. Gosh. Big Ben, fluke week. Yeah. Fluke week. Yeah. Don't start him. He dropped like 30, 40 points. Don't start him. Big Ben was terrible. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. If you bench him this week, start him. Start him and keep him. Yes. Do not trade him. But you want to, and don't freak out. I'm going to say this. Don't freak out about the rookie running backs. Yes. Don't freak out about Kareem Hunt that he's not putting up like 20 points a game. And don't freak out about Dalvin Cook that he's not putting up the numbers. They will. Dalvin Cook's coming off an injury and Kareem Hunt is coming off of a slump. Let them get back to it and they will. I'm going to shift it over quickly to something I saw in the Titans area. Mm-hmm. Get Deion Lewis on your team. Deion Lewis last year, the Patriots, how they work, they got like guys like Rex Burkhead this, guy, this year, they got Sony, uh, they had Mike Gillisley last year, James White, and they had Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis is a great passing back, he's a speed back and go on the outsides, and Derrick Henry is not doing what he needs to do. Wow. Go get yourself Deion Lewis while you can, Lord, and do something about Greg Zerline. There you go, Yo, this is great, Greg. If he's <laughs> on your team, go do something. Figure it out, and I mean, I would say just if you really, if you're looking for any sort of wideout yes. to use, and I've said this before, if you just need a quick little wideout, go get yourself any Packers wideout, Randall Cobb, Geronimo Allison, if you have Devontae, thank God, and I'm going to say one more, I'm going to give you one more guy to go get. One more. I know Melvin Gordon's great. Like, I know Melvin Gordon's great. I'm a I'm going to pronounce this guy's name wrong, but Austin Eckler. Mm, yeah, that's, that's his name. That's, his, that's how you say his name. Go get him. I'm picking him up. Right now. I'm picking him up soon to get off here because I, I'm tr- trying out something new here. If you guys like it, tell me in the chat. I want David Bloom to give us a little bit of advice. He is really good at fantasy football. He's like the champion mm-hmm. of the champions. If you, want, if you want some credentials real quick, first year I think I had two losses, third place. Second year I went 14-2 championship. I just came – I'm. Listen, you hear what you hear this man. Do you, so. her, I'm, a, I'm a just I'm a quick story. They need a quick story. I think they need a quick story. All right, picture this. I am down 14 point, 14 points. Right, I'm down. No, I'm down 13. I need 14 to win. Good lord. I need 14 to win. Right. I got Demarco Murray. He's got Ty. In the last game, they're playing each other. Ty gets one point, and Demarco gets about like 15. I win by one point. If you don't trust me. You better trust me because I am the comeback. King. You hear him? So listen, get at him. Listen, and that's David not my Blue. first. Oh, oh. <laughs> listen, so, oh, guys. Oh man, Michael Rippy will be back next week, but David Bloom is here to stay. This is my man right here. This is the sports guru. You hear this man dropping knowledge, fantasy football. But I'm gonna get up out of here, y'all. I'm gonna see you guys next week. We're going to talk about a whole lot more football, man, I'm, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. With that being said, I am Evan T. Mack. You can find me that on Twitter and Instagram. Holla at your boy, David Bloom. Put yourself over, young man. Hey, David H. Bloom, Instagram, Twitter. Go pack up. <laughs> Y'all take care, man. Yo, shout out to Aaron Rodgers, my man. <laughs>
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.